Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, it certainly is. Welcome to a Thursday night edition of Sports Day. It's a big, big show today, Sats. Of course, our wonderful producer, Jack, is leaving. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bit rude. That's a bit rude. He's going to Ireland. I hope he finds – that's why he's going over there. He's going over there to find himself a a leprechaun. He can't find any (laughs) – every woman in Australia who's single has knocked him back. Well, he's five foot six. Yeah. Is he that tall? When he's got his skateboard shoes on, he is. Oh, I won't say this on air, but I will miss the little bugger. Mm. He's a good operator, listeners. He's a great kid. He's a nice, he's bloody good, good human being. Good values. You know, someone said if if he walks, listens it, to crap music. He's got yeah. his own record label. As yeah, you know. I know. and it has yeah. not. That doesn't even help with the women. Mm. Someone he knows, one of his mates said to me today. They go, I said, oh, Jack leaves today. So he's a really good fella. I said, I'm going to miss him. You know. And he goes, yeah, he's the sort of bloke if you're at home in bed with his missus and he came home, he'd go, oh, sorry for interrupting. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's how someone explained. Yeah, it's a, it's a good explanation, actually. Oh, not that, mm. yeah, yeah, not that he's got a missus. Mm. Uh, Broncos legend Petro Sivanasiva joining us on the show tonight. Wants to talk about his early years at Redcliffe and and obviously the cross-city rival between the Broncos and also big charity the game. Dolphins and a big charity game that's coming up for a good cause. So. Mm. On the subject of the Broncos, you're going to tell us where they're going to finish in 2023. Looks at look at their big games. You know what? I've, I've put a potential side starting 13 for the Brisbane Broncos. They've got a back line that teams in the top four would crave for. If mm. they can keep everyone fit, they're going to be firing come September. Yep. But injury to Adam Reynolds... Precautionary. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, precautionary tightness in the back. Uh, Sam Highland with all the oil from Racing Queensland. He's got some juicy tips for us on Saturday. Some very good numbers involved. Not like a $1.45 favourite. Oh, but guys, if you multi that up, you'll get $1.70. That's Chris Nelson. That was my impersonation, Chris Nelson. Not good. So he's got some juicy juicy bets for Saturday. Oh, and also Friday night, actually. And Friday night, yeah, Yeah. as well. Top story out of the rugby league today. One round of the NRL less, sorry, round one of the NRL less than two weeks away. One of the biggest stars, Nathan Cleary, is pre- prepared to strike if players don't get our fair share. Now, the gun halfback said today we just need the NRL to come to the party. Now, they're apparently locked down in discussions with the Rugby League Players Association. That's happening right now. And hopefully they'll um, they'll work out a deal. Sats, Kirk Capewell had a whack at the NRL as well. I don't, I don't think so, mate. He's, um, he's a pretty experienced player. And Actually, that's him talking about Reynolds. Here he is on the NRL. Yeah, obviously, it's um, made a little bit of headway um, the past week, so that's good. It's good to see the NRL finally negotiating and um, come to the table. Not finally negotiating, Kurt. They've been negotiating, the RLPA and the NRL. Now, I'm not sure whether the RLPA are communicating back to the playing group and the representatives from each from each side, but... 
Um, the negotiations have been ongoing, and they did agree in principle. So it's not official yet into the uh, the improvement in some of the conditions around the, R- the NRL women's players and their competition as well. And this is what has been one of the big bugbears at the moment. Can we get some of these conditions improved from a better minimum salary all the way through to a private health fund, through to pregnancy policies, all these things for the NRLW to make that a lot more robust? Now, mm. they've agreed in principle, the NRL and the, a- and the RLPA, and uh, the RLPA is saying they actually haven't received anything from the NRL around um, around financials. The last, last communication we had was back in December 23. But 22. 2022, yeah, December 23rd, 2022. Oh, gotcha. yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. now for players to keep throwing out the whole, we don't want to strike, but if we have to, we will, but we don't want the fans to suffer. Do you know what? If you're going to strike, strike. Yeah, Just do it. Yeah. Don't don't hold a gun to the NRL's head because some of these some of these discussions, albeit have taken too long by the NRL first and foremost to get to this point, but at least they're talking. At least we're starting to agree on things in principle. So, again, don't hold the game to ransom. Let the people who are far more intelligent and educated than the playing group make make these important decisions. Yeah, good call, Satsi. Uh, we're going to go to a break. This is Sports Day for the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. When we come back, got some cricket news. I'm not going to yell at the clouds tonight about the cricket. I'm going to let Alan Border do it next here on Sports Day. <laughs> The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. This is our last show for the week. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews here tonight. Uh, Alan Border, Captain Grumpy, one of our great captains of all time, was on breakfast this morning. Uh, Hasn't got his own Vossi and Brandy on eleven parking spot at Alan Border Field as well. No, I think I think the CEO of the Heat took it. Ian Healy. Yeah. Wow. He said, Alan who? Mm. That's what he said. Uh, he goes, don't you know I've got a famous niece? And that's how he took the spot. Anyway, he slammed the selectors on the eve of the second test for not picking Travis Head. This is what he had to say. I thought he must have been mm. crook or he's injured himself or something's happened. I, I just couldn't believe that Travis Head could be left out just on a whim that oh, he, he didn't play very well in India last time or you know, when they were in Sri Lanka just recently or whatever. You know, that that's a... Maybe, you know, a, a case, but you're allowed to improve. And I think Travis Head is one of those players who has improved. And he showed it during the summer on difficult pitches. And they weren't spinning pitches. They were fast bowler friendly. But still, you know, he deserved the opportunity to, to play in that first test match. No doubt about it. Yeah. And I think they got that selection really wrong. I think. There you go. He's only one of the... The greatest minds of cricket, and absolutely, and one Steve of the great War. captains as well. Steve Waugh said the same thing. Well, Steve Waugh tweeted it, and Steve Waugh very rarely tweets. Whether he did that or someone did it for him, it's still his thoughts. Um, Alan Border knows what it's like to play on in tough and difficult conditions, and what sort of players you need to play in those tough, difficult with a weakened conditions. squad as well. Sats. He didn't have the best cattle when he was skipper. No, and right now. Pat Cummins doesn't have that at his disposal at the moment with injuries. Now, he has put together a preferred 11, um, and his is Warner Kawaja, head at three, Larba Shane yep. Smith, Hanscom. Hanscom, very good at, at playing spin. 
Uh, Green, if fit, I think we all agree there. Carey is the wicket keeper. Cummins, Lyon, Hazelwood. Now, ha- Hazelwood is not going to be fit. So Stark will come in there. But the one notable omission there is Todd Murphy. Yeah. So you're really going to go in with Green as a medium pacer, medium pace seamer, all-rounder, and Nathan Lyon. I think the other thing that might happen, if Green is fit, even Stark doesn't play. So if Green's fit, he'll be the second. He'll be the other opening bowler because you don't need two pace bowlers. No, They're don't. just a little bit of well, work. The pitch is going to be slow. It's going to be yeah. low. It's going to take everything out of the ball anyway. So so you take Hazelwood out and you bring Murphy. Well, you take Stark out and you put Murphy in there. So what right, I, can I throw this up to you? What? Carey mm-hmm. out. Hanscom, who is a wicket keeper, mm. and that allows you to bring in an extra batter or bowler. Todd Murphy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Kerry should be in the second test. I thought his batting was terrible. But it is very hard to keep over. And I thought he kept very well. Um, Hanskin could could be in trouble keeping there. It's it's a horrible place to keep, according to our colleague Ian Healy. So I think they'll play it safe and have Kerry. But if Green is fit, I think Stark misses out. Mm. Or that a second paceman will miss out because Green will fill that that void. And, and Todd Murphy will have to come in. Hey, on Rugby League, there's some news around the Dolphins. Yeah, interesting enough, a, uh, a training session and uh, reporters there have, um, have said that Wayne Bennett has delivered an almighty spray to the entire playing group on the, on the eve of their first trial. Yep. Uh, first, Sorry, their final trial, I should say, before they kick the well, season Well, the first off. one he's going to coach. Exactly. Now, <laughs> there's a reason that I believe he's done this. Has he identified some complacency? Well, I wouldn't think so because they're leading into their, their first season. I don't think there'd be any complacency. Who copped it? Hamaso Tabuai Fido apparently no. copped it. Now, what, what Wayne Bennett is very good at is making people understand what their very basic role is. Don't look at anyone else's role. Don't worry about it. Get your role first. Yeah, right. Get that down pat. Then you can worry about other things going on in the game. But if you haven't got your own game in order, don't worry about what's going on around you. And I suppose he's probably identified that. Also... I tend to think because he didn't go to Cairns on Sunday, it's his way of saying, this is my team, guys. Mm. And just because I wasn't there on Sunday, don't think that I'm backing off. Mm. So I think there's a couple of mixed messages. Hamaso Tabuifide, to his credit, he came out and said, no, players need it from now on then, and especially me. I need to be able to remain focused. I need someone to, to continue making me focused. So it won't be the last one. It won't be the first one that he's copped from Wayne Bennett. Yeah, no, it won't be. Mm. Uh, interesting in front of everyone, though, in front of all the media. Yeah, I mean, that's just a, Wayne letting everyone know who's in charge. There's a method to his madness. Yeah, yep. yeah. Wayne on Wayne. <laughs> Took me a while to find that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and finally, quickly before we go to the break, Kevin Walters with uh, is taking no risks with Adam Reynolds out this weekend. Broncos teammate Kirk Capel denied claims that the experienced half would lack match fitness for round one against the Penny Panthers? I don't, I don't think so, mate. He's, um, he's a pretty experienced player and um, as much as it'd be good to have him there this weekend, I think um, you know, he's, hard, he's hardly going to miss much of the season, hopefully, if we get him right for round one. So that's the plan. I think he's just getting a bit old, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's I, it. He is getting old. I think it's smart, actually. If there is any doubt at all about anything, just don't, let, don't make him play. He will lack match fitness, 
But when you're lacking match fitness as an experienced player, you know how to get yourself around the field. Yep. You know when to and when not to get involved. So I think it's actually smart from Kevin not to play him. Uh, special guest appearance now by Jack, who's buggering off today. Yes. We'll miss you, you little bastard. Uh, watch Brisbane uh, Raw A-League matches live on Paramount+. Plus. What's the latest on the Raw? Yeah, the Raw are coming up against Sydney FC this weekend, desperately needing a win. They, what, what, are they, what is it now, five or six? Can you be excited? I can try, You'd be, but it's been rough. They're coming it's up against rough. Sydney FC. They need a win. Six-game winless streak, mate. Yeah. I've been heartbroken but before. But there's still a chance of making the finals. Still a chance. They're, they're only, if they win this weekend, they'd only need two more wins to be close. Uh, but, yeah, they were, I'm not going to say unlucky, but they did go down last week uh, to Central Coast. They're playing Sydney FC this weekend. Uh, they've only scored 12 goals in 16 games, mm. and that really shows you where they're at. Uh, they have made some mid-year signings. Uh, new striker, Serbian fella, Skepovic, who did play a couple of minutes last week and did show some promise. And Robbie Cruz is coming back. This will be his first game back with the Raw. Uh, so hopefully they can spark a bit of activity so up front. So is this played play at Allianz, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Is this the first game? At Allianz? Oh, I'm not sure. No, no, no. It's been I others. can't imagine yeah. so. Yeah. The yeah. new Allianz. Yeah, it's been more. Yeah. Yeah. So Sydney FC been hosting yes, all the Yes, they have. Yeah, they've have. been playing there. Hey, tell me, you're going to have a VPN so you can, you know, stream Paramount Plus yeah. whilst you're in Ireland to see what you're raw up to? Well, I know... Dublin, uh, there's one Australian bar called the Woolshed. So hopefully the Woolshed has some Paramount Plus. But... Oh, so you've done your research? Oh, yeah. Well done. But if not, I'll, I'll have to be legally finding a way to watch think, Paramount Plus. Do you think the Woolshed is a bar? It sounds a bit mm. different. Yeah. Yeah. Righty. Uh, watch every Isuzu Uday League match live on Paramount Plus. Jack will lend you his VPN. Brisbane Raw tickets at Ticket Tech. Football is here with $40 family passes available. The Isuzu Ute A League men tease and season I'm, by. I'm, oh, I'm confident. A, he hasn't got a VPN. I think they can go on a, with, um, with Robbie Cruz coming back. Yep. I'm, I'm confident they're going to go on a bit of a run. Hey, just on the Love Raw, just on the Raw as well. Their next home game, they've got a big day coming up too. They've got a lot of pre-game entertainment and all that sort of stuff. We'll give you some info on that next week. This is Sports Day. Thanks, Jack. Thanks to Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. 2023 season preview of the Brisbane Broncos. They finished ninth last year on 28 points with a win-loss record of 13 wins, 11 losses with a points differential of minus 36. With six rounds to go, they were in the top four. Yeah. Yeah, they really nosedived. Uh, for whatever reason, Adam Reynolds, losing Adam Reynolds for a period of time there played a huge part as well. Post-Origin, a lot of young players playing Origin and playing a lot of rugby league, really, I think, fatigued and exhausted them. Well, Cobbo copped that concussion. He was he out did. for a few weeks. He did, yeah. So they lost a lot of key players. And, again, just getting used to playing and backing up from representative rugby league, which just takes so much out of you. And you look at that Origin Series last year. I mean, that was physical, that last game. The people dropping like flies, people playing through injury, and then backing up for their club, you know, four or five days or three or four days later, I should say. So will they improve? Yes, I think they will. Now – the biggest bearer of, of where they finish will be Adam Reynolds. Yeah. And he's going to miss this weekend because of back soreness or back tightness. And they're just going to try and be precautionary with, with trying to limit the amount of uh, game time that he has. And I think that's smart. And this is why South didn't offer him a long-term deal. As disappointing as we were to see him go from South, they weren't sure about the hammies, were they? Yeah, you're right. And 
I still think he was worth taking a punt on as, oh, the, as the bunnies. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but and the Broncos, don't worry, they'll still do well with him. But it, the question is, how are they going to go without him? Yeah, how do they go if Patrick Carrigan gets injured? Exactly, it's it's identifying that one player that really hurts your side. And for for Parramatta, it's Mitchell Moses. I think if they lose Mitchell Moses, I think they bundle out of the eight. Now the gains. For the Brisbane Broncos, Jock Madden from the West Tigers. Many might think, oh, he's only a young half. He was the captain of one of what they regard as one of the best Australian schoolboys only a few years ago. He's yeah. a really good player, Jock Madden. Uh, they've got um, Martin Topo is the way that he wants to be pronounced now. It's not Topo anymore, it's no, Topo. Topo okay. uh, from the Manly Seagulls. He's going to be a really good signing. And, of course, the big signing, Reese Walsh. He showed on the weekend how important he is. May miss what, round one with a fracture to his... His cheekbone may play. Now, just to finish off, are they a top eight side? I thought, mm, I'm not quite sure. They may finish ninth again. But I, what I read, when I read out what their possible back line is and the, the other players they've got in their squad, if they can keep everyone on the field, mm. okay, listen to this back line. Walsh, Corey Oates, Selwyn Cobbo, both on the wings, Katoni Staggs, Herbie Farnworth, one of the best centre combinations, Ezra Mam, one of the most exciting, potentially young five-eighths we've got in the game. Adam Reynolds. And in the forwards, you've got, uh, we've got Kobe Hetherington, who's a future state of origin player. You've got Blake Moser, who I think w- w- may be one of the best hookers we've seen in some years as well, a young hooker. You've got uh, Patrick Carrigan, Australian player, state of origin player. Tom Flegler, state of mm. origin player. Payne Huss, Australian player, state of origin player. Topo, who's a New Zealand rep. Uh, rep. Marty Tapao, and Kate Will, State of Origin player. That's a pretty impressive lineup. When you look at that on paper, can they put it all together? Can they gel? Can they all head in the same, the right direction? Can they listen to their coach, Kevin Walters, and believe what he's trying to preach to them as a coach? If they can do that, that's definitely a top eight side. Where do you have them finishing? Well, I've got them finishing in the top eight now. So eighth? Yeah. Well, Anywhere I, in the top eight? I think they'll play finals. Okay. Yeah. There you have it. Mm. The only thing they don't have there is a tried and tested number nine. True. You're right. And that's so important. But I think if this Blake Moser gets thrown in, I think he's mature enough between the years. Which which um, host plus cup teams he played for? South Logan Magpies, which is right. their feeder club. Played yep. against men last year. Uh, went to Kebra Park. Um, he's a really good player, this kid. He is so smart. There you have it. Sats having the Broncos finishing in the top eights. Where do you have them? The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Well, here's a man who stood 45 times for the national anthem. He played 45 tests for Australia. Six, six tests for his beloved Fiji. 33 origins. For Queensland, roommated with you in one of those. Mm. Sats, Brisbane Broncos legend, and he's a Brisbane Broncos ambassador. Petro Sivanaseva joining us on Sports Day. G'day, Petro. G'day, boys. How are you? Very, very, very good. Now, t- tell us about that one. Sats played that one origin for Queensland, which mm. which is amazing. He got t- overtaken or he lost his position to some bum called Cameron Smith. Who, who turned into nothing, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But mate, what was Sats like That's as right, a, nothing. what was what was Sats like as a roomie during Origin camp? He was a great roomie. Um, I will say this: he hasn't paid me to say any of what I'm about to say, but uh, 
a wonderful roomie, um, great senior leader, and um, and uh, I think uh, it was a, it was a great time. We uh, we enjoyed ourselves in the in the lead up to uh, to our Origin match. Uh, I think we had some, some good bonding sessions, but um, other than that, very very clean and um, yeah, someone I enjoyed uh, very much so as a, as a player, but also too as a good mate. Yeah, always a um, always had a good friendship, Petro, with a lot of his former teammates. And I've got to say, Petro, with the uh, the bonding sessions, can you remember that night we went to the casino and Wayne said we had to be out the out the front by no later than midnight, or you'd be. And Darren Lockyer stole the bus. Remember that? <laughs> That's right. That's yes, I do, I do. And um, thankfully, he had his, uh, his his bus license. I'm pretty sure from from his days back in Toowoomba, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, no, they were good times, and uh, no doubt if there was a lot of fun to had be had, there was always either Lockie or Alfie was uh, was leading the way. Mm. Now, you are a proud Brisbane Broncos man, but you're also a proud Redcliffe junior as well, and resident as well. And it's been a a big part of your rugby league career, and also your family, the Redcliffe, um, the Redcliffe region. How good is it to have a cross a legitimate cross city rivalry now in the city of Brisbane? Yeah, I think it's fantastic, and uh, obviously with uh, the, the Dolphins get, becoming the new NRL team, um, you know it, it, it's it's such, such a proud history of the club. I think you know seventy six years, um, nineteen forty seven. I think the club was founded and uh, came into the BRL in nineteen sixty. So when you think about uh, you know the, the the history of the club, uh, starting all the way back then, and then now finally getting a chance to uh, to feature in the NRL, uh, it's it's very exciting for. Uh, for the community, for the region, and um, I think uh, you know it's a good good salute to, I guess, those foundation years of of, um, of the hard work that was done by the club back um, in those years, and then obviously has continued to build. And you know it's uh, quite uh, well known now for uh, I guess the amount of um, players and, and the talent that has come out of that region. And now for local kids, there's a real exciting opportunity now to uh, to hopefully go on to to wear the Dolphins jersey. And there's produced some pretty good front rowers in the years. The Red Cliff, there's yourself, and even though you played in the centres and in the juniors. I can't um, believe that. Yeah, you were a centre, weren't you, Buller? <laughs> I, I, yes, I, 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 I made a few appearances out there. I, I think I had a bit of pace back then, but then um, <laughs> as, as I got a little bit older, the, the weight started to stack on, and uh, unfortunately for me, Wayne Bennett uh, didn't see much uh, use of putting me out wide, so uh, <laughs> I was brought in the middle, but... Uh, yeah, a lot of good front rows, a lot of um, good forwards, and um, you know, I was very lucky, you know, to uh, I guess to, to do those those years, those early years um, in, in a club like Redcliffe, where they, you know, that was always taught about you know playing tough and and hanging in for the fight, and um, you know, um, as I said, to so many so many great young players that have come out um, of that region and continue to do so. Arthur Beetson, of course, uh, played it, started his career there in the Brisbane Rugby League, then he went down to Belmain, came back. I remember the 81 grand final. He was captain coach of Redcliffe. They were beaten by South on the on the full-time herder. Clinton O'Brien was a former front row. Went on to play Origin from Redcliffe as well. And uh, with Arthur. Right. And it's great that round one has, is going to be against the Roosters. Well scheduled here by the NRL. He's a proud Redcliffe boy, of course, uh, Arthur was. Now, did Arthur play much of a role in your career early on, Petro? Yeah, yes, that's well. Uh, I guess um, coming up through the junior ranks, I played alongside uh, his younger son, Mark Beetson, and uh, Mark uh, was was an absolute flyer. He was uh, a centre winger. Um, we played our junior footy together, so I got to know Arthur quite well um, just through 
uh, playing alongside Mark. And, um, you know, just, I guess my memories for me of Artie were just this immense figure. And, you know, my old man's a big man, but, uh, you know, Artie matched him, that's for sure. And, um, you know, living at Redcliffe and everyone knew who he was. He was such an icon. And, um, and then uh, as I was getting older and coming up through the senior grades, he actually made me an offer to come down to the, the Roosters, uh, and unfortunately, at that time, I just couldn't couldn't get down to that Roosters camp. And then it was pretty much a few weeks later, Cyril Connell from the Broncos came around home uh, to our house at Redcliffe and and uh, asked if I'd be keen to come along to the Bronx. And um, that was easily uh, managed for for, uh, for the family and for me. And so uh, I went off to the Bronx. But uh, yeah, things could have been different. It could have been uh, down there with the with the Chooks. But uh, I guess the the way uh, it, it all fell into place for me at the Broncos, uh, I guess the rest is history. Yeah, thank God you didn't go to the Roosters. I don't think we'd be talking to Petro uh, tonight uh, at all. Hey, you, you would have loved. You your... wouldn't. I don't think you would either. <laughs> you would have loved your time at the Panthers, though. I loved it. Uh, you know, especially for me, uh, going down late in my career, um, I was sort of in a situation where I was thinking the only uh, move forward for me um, at I think it was what thirty three. Uh, 34 was was to, to head down uh, to head across to England and um, because it was so late in the season there re- wasn't really many opportunities but I was grateful when um, yeah Matt Elliott at the Panthers um, gave me a call um, Craig Gow was uh, Gow was heading off to England and a spot opened for me so uh, yeah headed down there and um, absolutely loved it it was a, a fantastic four years made so many great uh, friendships and, and uh, mateships down there that, that are still ongoing and um, you know, I've got the captain of the club as well too. So I guess I, I saw firsthand at just um, the strength of that region and, um, you know, the, the amount of amazing juniors that they've got at their disposal. And, you know, we saw that through the trials, um, you know, uh, this week. It's just, um, you know, amazing the, the, the talent that they've got. Um, and, um, yeah, some great memories for me and, um, and uh, cher- memories that I'll cherish forever. Now, Petro, you're still lacing the boots up for a lot of the, the fundraising games. You're 46 years of age. There's a big memorial down the 25th at KO Stadium <laughs> in Redcliffe for officers Rachel McCrow and Matthew Arnold. Of course, they were tragically killed in the line of duty in December uh, in Queensland. Um, so what's going on with that day? What sort of players are going to be joining you on that day? Yeah, so it's, a, it's, it's a, going to be a great day and obviously – to remember, you know, uh, two young uh, police officers that were tragically killed. And, um, you know, for us, it's a wonderful way in which, as a rugby league community, we can show our support um, in, you know, getting together with the Queensland Police. It's going to be a big day. Uh, so uh, next Saturday, 25th of Feb, um, we've got three games. Um, we've got a women's game starting at one. Um, uh, I'm playing for the Arthur Beetson Foundation um, Immortals. We're playing the, the QPS, the Queensland Police Legends, and then we've got the main game straight after that. So uh, it's going to be a full game uh, of day of footy, and then we've also got uh, uh, some uh, live music as well. So we're really looking forward to that. Buzzing and Maru is going to be the main How actor at, at the uh, conclusion of, of the day. So three games of footy, three live uh, uh, wonderful artists that will, will, will play as well, um, and all money raised will go to... Um, the uh, Matthew Arnold and Rachel McCrow uh, Remembrance Fund. So, uh, yeah, if you're not doing anything. And uh, whilst I say that, uh, Sats, we've got uh, quite a number of uh, former NRL players putting on their boots for the day. Uh, we've got uh, Matty Bowen, Justin Hodges, uh, Big Dane Carlo, a former Maroons uh, mm. teammate of ours. And, um, you know, Sats, if uh, you're feeling up to it, mate. Um, Come on, mate. you still got the boots there, buddy? Well, you got my number, so... 
How will you go with your gout, though? You, I mean, you are riddled with gout. No, my gout's gone. Oh, is it? It's All okay. controlled. All right, there'll be a few players with gout. Though. All Just controlled. Yeah. Sachi <laughs> should do it. Well, I dare say so. Petro can ring me. I'm yeah, a fair yeah. say after on, 30 foot three origins, five, 45 test matches and six for Fiji, that there's a fair bit of arthritis and old Petro's <laughs> as well at the moment. All right, Petro, look, we appreciate you're an Australian, Queensland, Broncos, Panthers and Redcliffe Jr. legend. And we appreciate your time on Sports Day tonight. We'll keep giving that special uh, game on Saturday week a plug to as you raise uh, money for those two heroic police officers who lost their lives in December in Queensland. Petro, thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers. See you, Bola. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. Yeah, certainly is. And as they say, you go on holidays, you could lose your job, and that's what's happened to Chris Nelson. Out, and we've got the <laughs> champion little jockey himself on the right. Do you want to introduce him? He's, he's one of the best in the game. Go on, Sats. He deserves a GF hero welcome. Welcome to Sports Day, one of the great identities in Queensland racing. Colourful. Colourful identities <laughs> in Queensland racing. The one, the only. Welcome to the stage, Sam Highland. How are you, Sammy? Oh, there he is. Uh, thanks, that's uh, never, ever been introduced like that before and probably will never be again. But that's okay. That's okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Now, uh, just a little Aussie battler, just a little Aussie battler doing my best. Yeah, how is that um, McMansion of yours going with all of the, the bush turkeys uh, putting leaves on the tennis court? Well, I'll just, I'll just have you know... Uh, Jase, that the the bush turkey situation has, uh, you know, we got I got rid of two, and um, then uh, I don't I don't know I I completely destroyed the nest and planted some trees down the corner, and you know so they couldn't so it wasn't attractive to them you know and yeah and anyway unsighted the bush turkeys but I was talking to Rob and Deb across the road only. Ah. Three days ago, yes. and they've got chickens in their backyard. Oh, and nice! Rob said to me, "There is Rob said there is a bush turkey here trying to have his way with the chickens." Mm. All right. And I said, "Are you serious?" I said, "They they aren't dead set rat bags, These bush turkeys. <laughs> so I said, as long as he doesn't cross the road, he's safe. Hey, there's so, a joke. Why'd the bush uh, turkey cross the road? <laughs> To shag a chicken. Yes. <laughs> Jump on the ticket. Yeah. Now, no bush turkeys were harmed in that story, uh, Sammy Highland. Sats, what do you got for Sammy? Now, news of the week, but you were telling us a story off air about uh, a great story. I love hearing these stories about, is it a, a trainer, Steve Lenahan? Stephen Lenahan, I, like I'm going to say, I I'm not even sure where he trains, but I reckon he trains at Horsham in Victoria. Like, he's a... He's a bit of a hobby trainer. Like he's, he's. Uh, it's not like he fronts up and he's got thirty horses in work. Now, Stephen Lenahan, he can bob up around Ararat and, and Hamilton, and he'll get his winners. And on the border in South Australia, he's turned up at Kangaroo Island today. He's won the first with Swiss Time, paid eighty one dollars eighty. He's won the second with Padstow Polly, that's paid twenty six dollars. In the third race. He, I'm dead set to tell you, he has been beaten a toenail. It was the smallest of margins. Smart cap just got beat. And then in the fourth, I'll be gone. It missed the start. When you see this replay, if you get on Twitter and, and we'll just Google this, I'll be gone. 
It jumped out. It threw its head up at the start and it did a right-hand turn. It was giving them eight-length head start on the first at the first lap at the winning post the first time. Rounds them up, comes round the field, wins, pays $8.50. Right. They interviewed him. He said, I had something on the mall and I've had an all-up. Wow. How's Steve Lenahan going oh. this afternoon? He'll have Chinese Ooh. tonight. Oh, he will. You've got to treat yourself to Chinese after a big win. <laughs> right out. where are we racing this weekend, Good. Sammy? Okay, so cans have been called off tomorrow after 85 mils of rain in two days. Uh, they can't go around. So there's no races in Queensland tomorrow in the day. But tomorrow night is the sunny coast. And race six, number five, early thoughts. This will take beating. Stewie Kendrick trains. It's just found its right race. And it's look, it's, it's in really good form, this horse. And, yeah, I think... Uh, that can build us a bit of a bank for the weekend. Rightio. And then, of course, on Saturday, we've got Gold Coast Polytrack, Eagle Farm, Home Hill, Rockhampton, Roma, and Toowoomba Saturday night. So there is races all over the place in Queensland, which is always the case. Isn't it? But I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some value here. Right. If we can pull this off, we will be eating Chinese on, on <laughs> Saturday night and it won't be the cheap time Chinese either. No, it'll be curry it'll prawns. Be Eagle Farm, Eagle Farm, race two, number two, Tears of Love. You can get $6.50, well, you could this morning when I did. Uh, this will get us off to a ripper start to the day. This horse is in great form. He loves the track. He loves the trip. You get three kilos weight relief from Malaya Castle, who's on board. Uh, she's riding in good form. Mark my words, this will be winning. Tears of Love, race two, number two. Into race four, number four, Tappy's Lad at $7.50. It is dead set, got a postage postage stamp on its back, this. Mark Duplessis on board, or to his colleague, Mark two plus three. Uh, <laughs> Tappy is a tough, hardy Kiwi and goes in any condition. It's drawn to have a sweet run. And I think it'll give a great sight. It'll be up on speed. And then this is the best for the day on Saturday. Race eight, number three, Boom Nova. Yeah. $3.40 I got this morning. It's got a bit of a class about her this year. Uh, she went round in some handy races in Sydney last prep. Uh, two runs in Sydney last prep and, and was not disgraced. They were good races. Uh, she loves the track and she's the best of the day. So she'll be winning at $3.40, race eight, number three. So Eagle Farm, race two, number two, race four, number four, race eight, number three. I love my boom horses, Sammy. Good tips, mate. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. So much better than Chris Nelson, wouldn't you say? It was entertaining. Yeah. He's got a sense of humour, Sam. If they're winning, it'll be better anyway. Yeah, true. Yeah, otherwise, we're going to bag the crap out of you next week. Like we, yeah, mate, you'll be gone. Uh, thank fair, you. Fair play, too. Fair play. <laughs> thank you, Sammy. Good on you, boys. Have a good weekend. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Sats and Jason here tonight for New Farm Australian through and through. If you're listening in Charlieville, one of the great Queensland regional towns, partly cloudy tomorrow, top of 37. 37. Kurt Catewell, uh, Adrian Vowles, they're from Charleville. Bowsy. Mm. How's he going? He's good. Good man, Bowsy. I need to reach out to him too. We've got some work for him, commentating. 
Host Plus Cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah good. You know, it's, it's either him or you. I thought I'd go Vowsy. Conditions will be glorious for the Glitz and Glamour dinner party at the Charleville Racecourse on Saturday night at 5 p.m. Funds uh, raised go to Cancer Council, which is a great cause. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day. It officially is the last blast for our man Jack. Yeah, it certainly is. Before we get to little Jack, uh, no joining fee with the Racing League until the close of business on Sunday, trrl.net. Yeah, you're, you're nicking off your little bugger. Heading off, heading off. We're going to miss you. When I'm going to miss you. I'm hanging out. Uh, Tuesday, unless my passport doesn't arrive, and then a couple of days Did later. Did you not get a new passport in time? No, it's the Irish passport. Oh. And um, it has I, the photo at the back. <laughs> wow. Wow. He's happy with that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, he's going to play button. He's gonna play button. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I sent it over last year. My birth certificate got ripped in half in the process. It's taken about eight months to do, but it got sent on the 4th of February, so... <laughs> Hopefully it arrives. If not, I'll figure it out. But, yeah, I'm going to miss this. But at the same time, you know what's great? Like other businesses, when you leave, you're kind of done. I can still listen to the podcast. So I can still, you can too. Still can mm. catch up what's you happening won't. with the boys. You won't. I reckon I you will. You don't even listen now. Exactly. Uh, listen, now, give us the fi- – you're going to tell him to give us the final soccer update? Was there, like, was there something around why you didn't receive the, the Irish passport in time? Was it, like, was there a chamber of secret or something? <laughs> or not? Or Look, there's, there's, a windy there's a, like, well, did they think once you're a prisoner of Azkaban? Well, oh, this yeah. is good. There's a true story there, but I don't know. Do you I get it tell or it. not? Yeah, no, I do. But to the yeah. listeners, they're all Harry Potter movies. And yeah. are you serious? Jack you looks like Harry Potter. Our listeners don't need. <laughs> but he, they don't know he looks like Harry Potter. Come on, they do. We've mentioned it nearly every day, have we? And we've Very also mentioned short Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah bite size. Anyway, Harry I hope Potter. he comes back and becomes an Order of the Phoenix. Oh, mm. he's got it. Yeah. Anyway, some football happened this morning. Quickly, do it. Yeah, Man City, uh, they're top of the ladder. 3-1 win over Arsenal this morning. De Bruyne, Grealish and Haaland scored. Really clinical display. Uh, So they jump up to first place. Uh, Arsenal still have a game in hand, so they still could jump them. But uh, if that's first versus second, Man City definitely with a better team this morning. Uh, In the Champions League as well, Benfica defeated Club Bruges 2-0 and Dortmund defeated Chelsea 1-0. Well, they good games, Jack, in the, the, what's it called? The Champions Champions League. League. I haven't watched the Dortmund highlights, but the Benfica was... Hey, tell me, what's going to happen with Man City with all these... Yes. These breaches, are they going to lose points? Are they going to... Yeah, that's gone quiet, hasn't it? Are they going to put them just just above on the table so they don't get relegated or... Look, I am a cynical person and I just imagine they'll get a slap of wrist and nothing will happen. They're too powerful. Which is exactly what happened with the wafer breaches that happened. Too powerful. But what about fines and stuff like that, Jack? Give him a... You tried. You tried. <laughs> Jack, it has been a pleasure working with you, mate. You Thanks, are, boys. You are one of the nicest blokes on the planet, and I you mean are. that sincerely. Absolutely. I've tried to get Jack back to SEN so many times, and he just kicked me in the face <laughs> and said no. And then I'm glad you got sacked, Jack. Thanks, mate. We picked you up a lot cheaper, which was great. <laughs> you got anything nice you want to say? I love you, Jack. Love you, Sats. That's nice. See you when you come back to Australia. Don't choke on the pizza, and nor are you taking the leftovers. And when you get over there, make sure you don't become a half-blooded prince. Oh, oh God, he's so good. <laughs> this is the gold you're going to miss. <laughs> this is Sports Day. Enjoy your Friday and your weekend. We'll be back Monday nights. Goodbye!